The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is celebrating with an unbeatable offer. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for throwing down $5 on the NBA. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. You'll start the season with an instant dub. And with DraftKings parlays, everyone's got a shot at even bigger wins. String together multiple bets from the same game or build your parlay across games for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. Basketball is more fun when you're in on the action. Download DraftKings Sportsbook now and use code VOCH, V-O-C-H, VOCH. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly for betting just $5. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook using promo code VOCH. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus age, varies by jurisdiction, void, and ONT. Bonus best expire 168 hours after assurance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball. Terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah. What's up, y'all? What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Man, I ain't gonna hold y'all today, boy. I'm just not even gonna lie to you. Like, a part of me felt like I should come on here and lie to you, you know, because, you know, I mean, lies are okay sometimes. I mean, you can't lie about big shit like, you know, whether the kid is yours. It's fact. Yes. You can't lie about that, but I think sometimes you can lie to your audience, you know? And the big lie I was going to tell to my audience is, hey, y'all, let's break down the Giants today. No Not this time. We created it. Not this time. Not this time. It's totally made up. Pure fiction. It's fiction. Man, man, man. I was about to straight up lie to you. If I'd have told y'all, I'd have came up in here talking about some, hey, man, we about to break down the Giants today to their very last molecule. We about to be in business, Vachi and me. But, boy, I, I just feel like that. that just wouldn't be. 
it wouldn't be great content because I, I mean, listen, this this is my whole thing. Everything I told y'all about the Giants, right? Shouts out to the Blue Flame, by the way, and all the essential workers at the Blue Flame. They're important. Um, we broke down the Giants before. We did it early in the season. Um, and it was cool. It was a cool thing that we did, but. Ultimately, I gave like the rundown or whatever. And at the end, I was like, all right, but this is how we're going to beat the shit out of the Giants. Like that was my, that was my, you know, process or whatever. That was what we was going to do. Phones open for, you know, for, for a little while. I was like, that's the plan, right? This is how we're going to beat the shit out of the Giants. And not only did the Cowboys beat the Giants, they beat them a little worse than what I thought they was going to do. Wait, 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 hold on one time. I missed them. There you go. Did you hear what I said? We smoked them children a little more than what I thought we was going to do, right? It was way, way worse than what it was going to do, right? Here's the problem. The Giants have somehow gotten worse since we played them last time. And this is a good thing, right? Let me just uh, let me just do this. Well, come on inside and get yourself something cool to drink. Hey, Foxy. And this is just a mixtape. V-O-C-H-L-O-N-B-A-R-D. I'm being point guard by the best in the business. Master William Scott Walker still. You gotta be handy with the steel if you know what I mean. Earn your keep. Not today. It's just part of the intro. It's just, no. We'll still ain't here. It's just part of the intro. It's just muscle memory, right? All right. Now I got that out of the way. Uh, be sure to download everything. Follow everything. This is my thing, right? With the... um. Giants getting getting worse or whatever. Is that what I said? Gi- Giants getting worse. Um I I mean I, I just I just can't in 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 good conscience, you know, give y'all like a solid breakdown on this team that 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 you know. I will say this though. The best part about all this, right, is I love when you can shut a fan base down and make them look look, you know, kind of silly. Um Eagles fans, we just going to be dealing with them for a while. It just is what it is, right? And I honestly feel like uh, the the team's fans that you're most annoyed with is how good or bad that team is, right? So once upon a time, I used to hate watching football Wizards fans. I couldn't stand them, but they was the ones that was beating up on us. They was the ones that was, you know, they'll, they'll hurt Tony whenever they play. They'll beat us on Thanksgiving. So I hated to watch the football Wizards, right? The Washington football wizards start, you know, playing like trash. I don't necessarily hate the Washington football wizards anymore. I don't see their fans as much, right? Giants fans were annoying. They went away, but then they kind of came back this year talking about what they were or were not going to do. And boy, you, you, you get reminded of why you don't like Giants fans, right? You just get reminded of why you don't like Giants fans, but boy, it has been quiet. Hush. Silencio. Can anybody tell me the quiet word in French? It has been all that. It has been all that, bro. And I'm 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 happy to be able to go through this week not having to deal with them, right? Now the problem is is that we dealing with Eagles fans. That's the nonsense, but uh John it's just been relatively quiet from them. And and I'm interested in what's the big what was the big crumble about? What was the big crumble about? Um, I like to rehearse shit talk. Okay. I don't know if y'all do it, but I rehearse shit talk. Sometimes I'll sit in the truck or I'll be on the way to the gym or I'll be in the sauna or something like that. And I'll think about what I'm going to say to a team's fans. If they try to talk shit to me. Right. And one of my favorite things I always say about giants fans are, boy, they'll just let anybody be coach of the year. Huh? They'll just say anything. Goddamn coach of the year. Like I was willing to go there about day ball. Right. And, and, and I was cool for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I was like, all right, Dayball, you're, you're coach of the year. 
four times in a row. Let, you know, let's see what you on this second time, right? Let's see, let's see where you at with it. And Dayball got all this credit, just like Solid did last year, for taking a team that we thought was going to be garbage and winning something with them, right? Nobody wanted to tap nobody on the shoulder and go, well, but the you know the East, us, you know, Cowboys, Eagles, Giants, Watch Football Wizards. Not only did we have the easiest schedule um, to get into the playoffs or whatever, right? Just that year, just the easiest schedule. But, dog, you can't really give the Giants credit for beating Kirk Cousins and them in the playoffs, right? So Giants fans had this whole new thing about them, right? They had this whole new energy, this new feel, and this new attitude, and they just knew that Paris Campbell was going to be the one that was going to change the culture. They just knew that that Darren Waller was going to be, be the one that was going to come out here and change the culture. Daniel Jones getting paid, he's going to somehow get better, and he's going to change the culture. Tyrod Taylor played better than him, right? So it's just interesting to see their fall. But I was, I mean, how did they fall? Why did they fall? They got, I mean, you can say that they got better as a team, you know, that they got more got more guys than they had last year, man. But when the Cowboys played against the Giants week one, boy, it was just. <laughs> bitch. Like, 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 where was all these guys at? Where was these pieces? Where was these role players? Where were these dudes that got so much better last year than this year? But that, you know? So if a Giants fan can't tell me nothing then, and then the Giants get blown out by the Cowboys week one, it ain't going to rain in Dallas. What in tarnation do I have to talk about this week, chat? What is there this week for me to talk about? And shit, my answer is I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing. Right? So what we going to do today... (laughs) Is I got a list of things that I that I do want to just kind of touch on a little bit. This is just, this is a solo show. We're still not here in case y'all ain't noticed. It's just a solo show today. One thing that I do want to touch on is um, what are things that I'm looking for for the Cowboys to do versus the Giants. Like, how can we get better? Like, what should we be working towards playing versus the Giants? Right? I saw somebody in the chat box earlier, and I'm still not watching the chat. By the way. I'm still not watching the chat. Somebody was like, Vice, you said the same thing about the Cardinals. Right, I did, but I also said the same thing about the Jets, and I said the same thing about the Patriots, and I said the same thing about the, the Chargers. I said the same thing about all these teams that we can, you know, that we can beat the shit out of, right? I, I mean, Vice feels like I can win all the games. Pardon me, that the Cowboys can win all the games. I'm not superstitious in that way. Some people was like, uh, <laughs> was like, hey, man, whenever I start, start talking crazy about another team, man, we lose. Oh, it's false. Balls. I talk crazy about the team every single week. You know, it's just that if the team is really bad, I'm going to say that team is really bad. What do you want me to say about a team that started Tommy DeVito? Is that even his name? I don't even know his name. I, I'm The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. 
Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you... Here on Next Question, it's going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, that's his name, yeah. <laughs> that motherfucker look like a Tommy DeVito. Hey, listen, but that's what we're dealing with this week, right? And and I just feel like this is a week where we just got to show up and play. I just got to feel like this week where we just show up and play, man, and we'll just cross that bridge whenever we get there. What I would love for the for the chat to do, what I would love for the audience to do, just to play a little experiment, I want y'all to look and see how many Giants fans we actually see today. I want y'all to just, just to keep note, just to keep tally, right? Because in week one, they was all up in here. It was hashtagging Big Blue all day, every day, no problem, chat. I, I just want y'all to keep eyes on the chat for me real quick and just and just keep it safe around there. And just keep it safe around there, right? And just if we see a if we see a Giants fan, if we see a Giants fan, like, hey, bro, <laughs> how you feel? <laughs> how you feel? And at the end of the exercise, y'all can take me at the end of the show, like, hey, yo, Vash, we uh, we uh, we saw seven Giants fans today. That's it. Or we saw three Giants fans today, and they wasn't and they wasn't even mean. They was just saying nice stuff today, Vash. But anyway, um, my analysis of the Giants. Here we go. Let's get into it. So here's my thing about Martavis Bryant, right? <laughs> here's my thing about Martavis Bryant. And I had a little time to think of it. I had a little time to think of it. I would love to know what y'all think about Martavis. I may not look in the chat box necessarily, but y'all can um, call in if you would like. Here's my thing about Martavis. Um, and then we're going to get into things that I want us to do uh, versus the Giants or whatever. 
interesting. You know, because yeah, I remember a couple of weeks ago, right? When uh Rashawn Evans came in, it was like Dallas Cowboys working out 15 some odd people. And we'll see, we'll you know, we'll we'll, we'll just see. Nothing's nothing is nothing imminent is 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 on the table. There's no real treachery afoot here. But we just got like 12 people working out, right? And and you know, Rashawn Evans was the one that was in NFL shape. He was more he was most ready to go. So they looked at Rashawn Evans and they said, All right, cool. Rashawn, here you go. Here's an opportunity to, to to play for the Dallas Cowboys. I'm just assuming that you gotta be in shape to pass that that testing type situation, right? Like you have to be in some type of football shape to pass that testing, some type of physical fitness to pass that, that testing, you know, Will McClay is, he's in charge of all this thing, right? He's in charge of all of this and we can't be sometimesy about it, right? We can't be sometimesy about it. Go big blue. Hey, that's one of them. We can't be sometimesy about Will McClay. That's authentic. That's two of them. Authentic will be sending people up in here. Um, (laughs) Hey, for real though, I support YouTube channels that that do it the right way with quality content and quality visuals and all that. And they put thought into their work and they just don't go for clickbaity bullshit. And they really love this shit for real. Authentic is a Giants fan. He's in the chat right now. Let's see. Is he on the volume or the Vach side? Uh, he ain't on the Vach side. So he on the volume side. All right, cool. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over on the volume side, y'all, y'all, y'all will see him down there. Authentic. Hey, he's a Giants fan, but he does things the right way. He also talks about the whole the whole National Football League, and he also talks about fantasy football. If y'all want to go give him a listen, please do so. He does great work. Martavis Bryant, right? We can't halfway trust Will McClay. Y'all see how I about to get right back into their content. Um, we can't halfway trust Will McClay. We can't come out here and be like, oh, I trust Will McClay to, to acquire these players, these unknown players. But I'm not going to, you know, trust him to, you know, get these guys or whatever. Right. We have to 100 percent have some type of faith in in Will McClay. I can't just halfway support him. So if he came out to work out, I'm talking about Martavis Bryant. Right. If he came and worked out two weeks after. okay, two weeks after all these other characters worked out and only one qualified to work out. I mean, one like passed the workout, I guess, and that's Rashawn Evans. We were talking about Brandon Smith, uh, former Penn State guy, linebacker, pass rusher, big dude. They called him like fake Michael Parsons and all that. That whole thing. Um, all those dudes didn't pass the test. They were here because the Cowboys were interested, but none of them boys passed the test. Rashawn Evans passed the test because he seems to be an adequate football player at this point. Now, chat. I ain't saying Martavis Bryant about to come in here and change the culture. I ain't saying Martavis Bryant about to come in here and push Michael Gallup off the bridge. Did you hear what I said? Because I know how y'all do. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, Mar- Martavis Bryant is at least here. One, because the Cowboys wanted him to work out. Two, Will McClay saw that workout and went, I bet. And the fact that he's here means something to me. Yes, you have to temper expectations. Yes, you have to temper expectations. But one thing that really made me think about it, Chad, I put my hand on my chin and I, I just did like this about five times and I really thought about it, right? This isn't a roster, Cowboys. This isn't a roster that does a whole bunch of playing around with its practice squad spots. I'm getting busy. 
you know, this ain't a this ain't a roster that does a whole bunch of playing around with its with his practice squad spots, right? You know, some teams can't draft well, some teams aren't very active, so they got dudes hanging around on their practice squad that really don't matter. The Cowboys got dudes on their practice squad that they're either thinking about using next year or they're going to elevate this uh, this year to 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 some extent, right? They're all important. You don't you don't cut some of these dudes because these dudes eventually end up on the damn team. Tyrus Wheat, for example, hybrid linebacker, pass rusher dude, Mike linebacker guy, uh, undrafted from Mississippi State. We was in the, we was in a Patreon watching film on him, right? And we was like, hey, man, you know, what if what if Tyrus Wheat just one day ends up on this active game day roster? And show enough, it was like week six when it happened. It was like week six, right around the time when Sam was talking about some free me or something, week seven, something like that. Um, Tyrus Wheat worked himself into he onto this game day roster. You can almost I don't want to say guarantee, but you can almost in 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 good faith, right? In good in good confidence say if you're on the Cowboys practice squad, you're worth something to us. I don't think this is just a random shooting dice in the bathroom situation, right? I think Martavis Bryant may be worth something to us. And this wouldn't be the first time the Cowboys have found the player on the, I don't want to say trash heap because that might be disrespectful to what they're trying to do. But this wouldn't be a first time the Cowboys took somebody that was Unemployed. Gave them boys a job and they gave us something, right? At the end of the day, we didn't trade for them, and that's cool. At the end of the day, we're paying what $38 for them in total? Cool. Fine. Perfect. But any anything Martavis Bryant gives you is a positive. Here's the best part about it right now. You don't need Martavis Bryant this year at all. Cause if I could be real about the chat, I'm just queuing up my, my I'm queuing up the war call one more time. I, I don't want to queue. I'm queuing up the the uh, hear what I said slap. Cause to keep it a buck with you, we don't know how to use the damn wide receivers we got in the first place. You hear what I said? If I'm just keeping it a buck with you, we don't know how to use them wide receivers in the first place. But if I could just you know redirect this to you know to some other situation, right? We always talk about the Philadelphia Eagles. We talk about how them boys leave no stone unturned. And this is where I'm going to tie it all in the boat, right? We talk about them boys leaving no stone unturned. I wonder what stone this is. $39 a year. Appreciate you. Holly. Lujan. Holly. Hallelujah. Leave no stone unturned. The Philadelphia Eagles last year in particular, they had a really good run defense. Their, their D line was really good. Really good D line. And it was like two weeks or so, right? Like a week and a half where the Eagles had questionable run defense. You know what they did? They went and found two fat old men and in Dominican Sue and what was it? Uh, Linville Joseph, I believe they found two fat old men. And I can say this, I'm an ex offensive lineman, two fat old men. That was a little heavier than their original playing weight. And they just brought them dudes right in to be help guy. They wasn't going to come in and be better than Hargrave and Fletcher Cox, but if they better than your third and fourth guy, let's boogie. Let's boogie. That's what's interesting about this, right? And let me just offer you another layer of this whole Martavis thing. That, that could be something, right? 
I don't think Martavis Bryant is, is, is going to do very much, but my opinion don't even matter. But if Martavis Bryant can be somebody that let's just say he's like head and shoulders better than Michael Gallup. I'm just curious at how y'all would feel about me saying something scary like that. Let's just say he's head and shoulders better than Michael Gallup. What do we do? What if Martavis Bryant, because he has enough name, you know, name clout behind him, right? Like, what if he just comes in and he's just a better all-around dude than him? If you think about Kevontae Turpin and the type of receiver he is, he's more of a gadgety slot dude. He's a gadgety slot dude, right? Your only true ex-receiver is Michael Gallup. Your only true ex-receiver is Michael Gallup. See, he can do it sometimes, and it's matchup dependent. Um, Brandon Cooks does a lot of, you know, does a lot of flanker business and that's fine. Jalen Tobin is versatile. He moves around. Turpin gets in where he, where he fits in. And y'all know CD lamb is slot to X to Z guy. He's, he's, he's wherever he can get his, his 12 targets from. I don't think this is terrible in the grand scheme of one. What if he's an X guy that you don't have, but this is what I really think this is. And this is my final answer on what I really think this is. Work hard, get ready for this one. I think this is cover your ass insurance for next year. Hey, man. Martavis Bryant's eligible. We feel like he can do something. Let's bring him in for a workout. Let's figure this out. He played in the XFL, the EFL, the CFL, he played Madden, the QFL, Canadian football, the fan football contest. The, 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 uh, he was on the Olympic seven on seven team. He did everything but National Football League football, Jack. What if, what if while we, while we're getting his, while he's getting his, his feet under him, right? What if it's a year long process of him doing that, which is fine. Cause he, we only paying him $38 and we didn't give up a draft pick to get him. Right. He's on this team going into next year. For one, Brandon Cooks costs a lot of money. We keep talking about every week. Hey, when are we going to get Brandon Cooks going? Brandon Cooks costs in the double digit millions. If Brandon Cooks can't get figured out, he can go. If Brandon Cooks can't get figured out, I don't want to pay double digit dollars for him. Double digit million dollars. He can go. Hypothetically. Right. Because I hope Brandon Cooks gets going. Right. So let's just say Brandon Cooks ain't here next year. What if you absolutely sick of Michael Gallup and he's not here for you next year? Cool. You move on from Gallup. Your wide receiver room is naked as hell. Bucket naked as hell. Naked is, is your wide receiver room right now. So now you got to ask yourself, man. If you lose out on, on Michael Gallup and Brandon Cooks, and that may not be a whole bunch of losing out, this is a protect your ass type type situation, right? This is a cover your butt situation. So now your wide receiver court next year looks like CeeDee Lamb for sure, Jalen Tober for sure, Kevontae Turbin for sure, draft pick for damn sure, and you can sprinkle in Martavis Bryant to see where he fits in. That's what I think this is, Chad. I just think this is an opportunity to get above to just to just to get above it all, to get in front of the eight ball and just figure this whole thing out. 
and just figure this whole thing out. I don't think Martavis does a thing for you unless somebody gets. Unless we get code 13, code three, I don't think you see Martavis Bryant very much, but hey, in case. In case. Meanwhile, somebody asked Martavis Bryant, what does he have left? Martavis Bryant said this. Well, shit. Well, I gotta, I gotta hit the volume, but it's, it's, it's volume. And then Martavis Bryant said this after I said volume. You have left. Sky's the limits for me, man. I know I'm 31, but still fast, still big, still want to play football. I haven't lost anything, you know. It's more of a proven point to me, you know. I got a lot of daughters out there. It's more of me proving it to myself that I still got it. Hey, man, how many, how many 31 year olds in athletics can say sky's the limit for me? Oh boy, oh boy. And dang, boy, the first thing I said was, hey, man, this is, I'm in the best shape of my career territory. It's fact. But I didn't want to get into it with him like that. I ain't want to, you know what I mean? I ain't want to cross that road. But if you look at his, um, at his highlights that he put over on, that he put out on, on Twitter, just his workout stuff, he included some of his GPS numbers and, and, and things like that. So if you can, uh, if you have social media, if you're on Twitter, you can stumble, you can stumble across some of those things. And, uh, I like what he said, man. Just, just, just keeping it real simple. Let me go find and see what he said. I know I'm 31, but still fast, still big, still, still fast, still big, man. You can't be still fast and you can't be still big at the end of the day. We just got to figure out: Can you play football still for real, for real? And and these dudes don't forget how to play football. They just get old. But if he's been working out this whole time and he's been winning all on, on natural ability this whole time, then hey, so be it. Here's the other clip. Uh, somebody asked about his. I think Clarence Hill in particular asked about his forty time, which is you know he. I don't, I don't think many of these guys run forties when they when they this old, but you never know. But here's what he said about his forty. I uh, I ran a forty here, but I don't really know the time. But I've been I've been running like twenty two or twenty three miles per hour, so I'm still moving pretty good. Now I'm an idiot. Can somebody translate? Uh, twenty. What do you say? Twenty two. Hold on. Hold on, here we go. Here we go. I'm still moving. 23 miles per hour. So. 23. I'm an idiot, and I don't do the analytics stuff. Can somebody translate to what dude runs 22, 23 miles an hour? What dude runs 20? Like, <laughs> like how fast? Uh, how fast? Like Michael be driving? Because Martavis Bryant, the type of player that he is, is he's a he's tall Brandon Cooks guy. He's deep ball guy. He's he's nine route guy. He's slant guy. He's post guy. That's what he runs. That's what he runs. DK run runs about 22, 23 miles an hour. Okay. Not with pads on. That's fair. So he might be running like 19, 20. But hey, DK ran his without pads on too, right? Allegedly. Because I don't know. I'm an idiot. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. 22 miles is like, <laughs> it's like driving on the street where houses are. <laughs> they don't have speed bumps in the hood, do it? I don't know. Uh, if you let this clip keep running, he's about to say, he says that. <laughs> Can't tell he don't say that. He better not. That's about a four, four to four, five. Hey, look, it's it's faster than Gallup. Fact. Yes. Yes. A similar event did take place. Hey, man, what want me to say though? But yeah, that's that's Martavis Bryant, man. Uh, Twenty miles an hour fastest clock for Tyreek in pads in game. Hey, man. Cowboys know better than me. I'm just here to be a fan and talk about shit that I see, you know? Bars. I just got to see it when I see it. You feel me? Anyway. um, 
last 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 ugh, last call for alcohol. I can't speak today. Last call for alcohol, man. If y'all want to tap into the show, go ahead and go ahead and get on there. Cause once it's gone, it's gone. Here are five things that I want to see the Cowboys get going versus the New York Giants. I think this would be a Cowboy W. I think it'll be a Cowboy W. Right? But there are certain things that we have to do. Uh, when we're, you know, talking about Cowboy W's, right? We ain't just going to roll out there and they're just going to give us the game because if I can say anything about the Giants, I feel like their defense has gotten better. Just me watching them over the past couple of weeks. I feel like their their defense has gotten better. Um, it's just that they were really bad on offense and they have gotten worse on offense. That's the only thing there. But I don't think they're just going to, like, give you the, you know what I'm saying? Um, Thibodeau's coming into his own as a pass rush and things like that. And, you know, Dexter always going to be Dexter. Leonard's gone. Leonard Williams gone. He's a Seattle Seahawk now. You know what I mean? So like, it's, it's, some, it's some things. There's some things for us to talk about here. But um, one thing that I want to see for sure is I don't want us to play down the competition. I don't want us to play down the competition, right? Um, there's a there's an old adage in the football coaching community or whatever. And uh, it's, it's, it's uh, if you do it right, you do it light. You do it wrong, you do it long. You know what I'm saying? And and that's just hey man if you if you're lazy you come out here flopping around you're gonna put in way more work than you intended to do you know what I'm saying if you just do it right the first time you wouldn't have to worry about it so where are we at with this the conference has been locked so where are we at with this man like you don't want to go into a four quarter game with the Giants you want to take care of business and you want to put Cooper Rush out there that's what you really want to do you understand so don't 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 play down the competition here like just go out there take care of your business do your thing. Um, we talked about this earlier, but get Brandon Cooks involved, right? If there's a game that you want to get Brandon Cooks involved, it'll be these easier games. Like, like now you, and you know, there's a theme in my list of five things, or whatever that I want the the Cowboys to get into is like, hey, take these next three games to figure out what you need to figure out. You know how in preseason games or like preseason practice, and I don't mean to disrespect the Giants at all, but in preseason games or or preseason practice, fans always say, hey, if you're, if you're going to make a mistake, make one now. Because when the season starts, you don't want to make those mistakes. This is a more like higher level of that, though. The Cowboys got five ridiculous games coming up. I don't want to say ridiculous, but, but they got five tough games coming up. Uh, Seattle Seahawks, Eagles, Bills, uh, Dolphins, and Lions. They got tough games coming up, right? But... In this game, this next you know few games or whatever, this you know next three right here, this stretch: Giants, Panthers, and Washington Football Wizards. Dog, these are the games where you go out there and you figure it all out, man. Like, hey, you know, what's this? What's what's this scheme look like in real action? What's you know what are what do these audibles look like in real action? Hey, what are, what are some of our favorite goal line plays versus real teams? Hey, what are we gonna like? Because when we go against these these good teams, we're, we can't make mistakes against these good teams. The Giants will offer you a handful of mistakes. They'll offer you a handful of mistakes, but you still have to execute in the grand scheme of this thing. All right, don't take these dudes like they're a bad team, whether they are or not. You feel me? Um, get cooks involved. Don't play down to your competition. Another one is, um, stay consistent in run defense. I think, uh, one of the Cowboys is uh, superpower this year is that we have been very good versus the run all year, except for the Cardinals game, but that Cardinals game don't exist. All the rest of the games, the Cowboys have been pretty good versus top tier running backs and top tier run defenses. I mean, pardon me, run, uh, running offenses or whatever. And the New York giants were one of them, whether it be Daniel Jones running around and Saquon Barkley running around. Now, uh, uh, Danny Lake cousin, 
is a is a is a quarterback that's gonna run around a little bit, but uh, he'll also let you sack him and he'll let you let him throw the ball to you. You know what I'm saying? So you just got to keep your eyes open and just you know stay ready for that. But in terms of just flat out run defense, Saquon is healthy. Saquon is back. So keep being a good run stopping defense and. Everything else will be good to go. Everything else will be good to go. Also, while we're doing this, it'll be fantastic to just uh, set shit up for the rest, you know, you know, like give looks for the rest of the season. Give looks for the rest of the way. Um, I hate that Mike McCarthy has this idea that he needs to save the best plays for later. But if you're going to put out some, I mean, we'll call it like, like film bait or something like that, right? We'll give a look that we want to put on film to make people think that we're doing something or whatever coaches well my my coaches would call it film bait or something like that um now's the time to put something on film and if you want to build on it later cool if you want to build on it later cool so i'm gonna i'm gonna give the giants this play put it on film maybe i, I might even do it twice since it's bait since we ain't really trying to run it we're just trying to show it and then when we get the seattle game we're gonna take that same play but throw a different look off of that look that's what I mean by take this game, use that, and and set up yourself for those last, you know, five or six games or so. That's what I think. All right. Um, Vice check out uh hey, it's not draft season. It is not draft season, but I'll I'll get to him at some point. I'll get to him at some point. And the last thing that I think uh the Cowboys need to do is try to figure out this run game, man. I think you're 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 gonna need run game for them last six games and for those first well shit, for all the playoff games, honestly. For the playoff games and those last six games, you're going to need the run game. You're going to need Tony to get going. But also, don't just get Tony involved because we see Tony every single week. We know what Tony is at this point. Rico Dowdle and Hunter Lipke. There is room for them in this offense. There's room for them in this offense. Instead of running some jet sweep with some wide receiver or tight end that I don't like, man, Peyton Hendershot got more carries than, than what? Hunter Lippy got two more carries than 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 Peyton Hendershot. Peyton Hendershot hadn't been active in three weeks. Three weeks. And Hunter's been here this whole time, bro. Like, we need to get those dudes going. I don't think the run game is necessarily a problem. I just think we're asking the wrong dudes to run the wrong wrongs when we're running. That makes sense? <laughs> Why you want Tony running up a gap? Why you want Rico running outside and taking him right off? You have Hunter Lipke with a with a with a goal line touchdown. Why don't you give it to him on third and short? You got to do that. You got to do that. But it is what it is, man. Chad, I ain't gonna hold y'all, man. That's all I got for y'all day, man. That's all I got for y'all day. Actually, I had another point too. I had another point. Here we go. Um, Eastside Harold's in the in the chat box attempting to to bother me about something. And I saw this on uh, Twitter and somebody else hit me up about it. It was like, Vats, Vats, what's your thoughts on the idea that Noah Brown and Dalton Schultz uh, had had the, the the big yardage numbers or whatever, right? Eastside Harold said, uh, Noah Brown had 150 yards and Dalton Schultz had, had 130 Sunday, Vats. Okay, perfect. Okay. It's week 10, bro. Where they been all year? If you want to look at what Dak Prescott was doing with Dalton Schultz and and uh and Noah Brown, he had those dudes looking like reputable football players all year. This might be Noah Brown's second game where he did anything. 
Dalton Schultz, you know, he been he been getting a lot more active. But hey, shouts out to Dalton Schultz. He's doing his thing. I think he has the the exact same numbers as Jake Ferguson, right? Here's the difference. Jake Ferguson makes $38 a year, bro. The problem with Dalton Schultz is that we didn't want to pay Dalton Schultz. And to be fair, you're not getting anything from Dalton Schultz that we can't get from any tight end, let alone somebody that's that's better than than Dalton Schultz, you know, named Jake Ferguson, right? And Eastside Harold, this is my last point, right? And look, I don't want to let Eastside Harold make me not like the Houston Texans and what they're doing. Eastside Harold is annoying. Eastside Harold is annoying. But I really like C.J. Stroud. But I've been like C.J. Stroud. And I got a bunch of players that play for other teams. So um, it is what it is. Uh, Trey, tell me tell me how that's false. And Eastside, tell me how that's capped. And one more thing that I think is, is most important in this conversation in particular. Dalton didn't accept the offer. He offered he okay, okay, Trey, you can you can semantics. Dalton left. We didn't bring Dalton back. Dalton costs money. That's the problem, bro. Dalton costs money, and we're getting from a tight end to make thirty eight dollars. What I get? What you getting from Dalton Schultz for making how much? Trey, can somebody Google that real quick? How much Dalton Schultz making is is much more than thirty. It's, it's, it's much more than, than $38 a year. Tell me how much Dalton Schultz making. But this is my my biggest point. And I don't, and, and I don't want this to, 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 to sound like shit talking nothing like that. I don't want this to sound like shit talking that. But here's my thing. Noah Brown and Dalton Schultz are actually perfect for what the Texans are doing. I think Noah Brown and Dalton Schultz are actually pretty solid to serviceable players. Seven mil is ridiculous. I think um, Dalton Schultz and Noah Brown are solid to serviceable players. But chat, if y'all watch my show every single day and you heard what I said about Dalton Schultz and Noah Brown, what was my point? My biggest point was Dak Prescott can beat anybody with them dudes. And they not good, just to keep it a buck with you. CJ Stroud is, is, is giving them volume. Dak, there's no way if you're trying to be a championship team that's responsible for facing the best defenses in the league. Noah Brown can't be your number two receiver in that. That was my biggest point. That's my biggest point in all this. Noah Brown in Houston is behind Tank and Nico, correct? And Nico Collins being a a one slash second guy is 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 interesting. It's very interesting. But anyway. Noah Brown's like the third dude over there or something. He had a good day out of 10 weeks. Shouts out to you. Dak Prescott earns all these dudes money. Randall Cobb, Cedric Wilson, Dalton Schultz, Noah Brown. Like, Dak made them dudes that money. But when you're trying to play against better teams, you need better dudes. Noah Brown is not a dude. And look, I'm sure when Texans fans, when, when, when the Texans turn into like a, like a, like a team contending for real, I'm sure they'll tell you when it's time to fight dudes, you don't bring Noah Brown with you. When it's time to fight dudes for real, for real, you don't bring Noah Brown with you. And if he coming, he ain't coming as your second guy. He coming as a team's dude. That's facts. So yeah, uh, Shouts out to CJ Stroud and Noah Brown and, and, and all them boys. Cooper, a different situation. Mari Cooper, elite. That's different. 
that's different. Cooper Elite, I wish he was here still. I, I look, I'll apologize on behalf of the Joneses. Cooper different. But Dalton Schultz and Noah Brown, they doing what they supposed to do for a growing team. But if that team played against the best defense in the league, you'll look at Noah Brown and Dalton Schultz and be like, hey man, this ain't this ain't it. This ain't enough. This ain't enough. So that's my whole point about that. Shouts out to Eastside Harold for being a Noah Brown fan. Sick of this. Damn, I wish Amari Cooper was here. <laughs> Damn, I wish Amari Cooper was here, dog. Anyway. Uh is tough being a Cowboys fan in Houston. Them losers more concerned with us than their own team. I'm I'm just I'm just uh I'm just I'm just convinced that uh you know other team just gonna annoy the shit out of me. Like Eastside Harold, you know, Eastside Harold is, is really a huge fan. Like he's a, he's a fan of ours, man. Like I don't even, I used to, I used to dislike Eastside Harold so much. We just being vulnerable because we're a family here. I used to hate Eastside Harold so much. I'm like, man, how you going to come at my show every single day and da 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 and boom, boom, boom. Every day he come over here and he talk bad about my Cowboys and he talk good. And then I thought about it. It just clicked. I had an epiphany. A message from the Lord and the ancestors. Somebody said, Vach, what you just say? I said, Eastside Harold, I don't like him. He he come to my show every day and he talk about my cowboys. And that angel on my shoulder said, My son, you say he come to your show every day? I was like, shit, man. You alright, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> More than a movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.